Hello, welcome back to Intergalactic Wit. I am the host, Anisha Allure. And yeah, it's been a while, but listen, this is season three, episode four. Now, before we begin, I do have a shout out to the haters that keep motivating me to not try to understand them, but it's like, okay, you give me every reason to be me because you dislike me so much. I'm going to keep being me. I'm not changing for nobody. So I wanted to get that out there. Also, I want to give a disclaimer that this podcast, as well as all my other podcasts, have explicit language, maybe even explicit content in some. So if you're under age, meaning if you are under the age of 18, please don't listen. Click out. Also, if you are a sensitive person or you quick to dislike somebody because of something they say or how they feel or how they think, you're not open-minded, get the fuck out, okay? You know, easy, easy peasy, right? So tired of people wanting to cancel people because of what they say or what they believe. Look, if that's the case, everybody get canceled then. Everybody's not meant to feel the same as you. Not everybody's meant to be on the same page, but the people that are on the same page, it's not right to gang up on people that think differently than you. We all have the right to feel and think how we choose to. If you want to be stupid, then be stupid. Nobody's forcing you to be smart. If you want to be smart, be smart. Nobody's forcing you to be stupid. Okay? Now, we are being sponsored. Well, we, meaning me, is being sponsored by Sense. Sense, you know, is a feeling that something is the case. I want to let y'all know I'm being sponsored by Sense. As well as being sponsored by Logic. Reasoning conducted or assessed according to strict principles of validity. And last but not least, I'm being sponsored by experience. You know, practical contact with an observation of facts or events. Let me repeat that again. Experience is practical contact with an observation of facts or events. I'm also being sponsored by Bold Beauty Queen. So yes, please accentuate your beauty ladies and gentlemen nowadays, if you want to, purchase Edge Factor. For the hair braiders out there, get that Edge Factor. And then if you want them edges slick, get the Edge Control. So to order from their site, they changed their name on Instagram. It's no longer bold.beauty.queen. It is now Bold Beauty Queen in one word. But the queen part is two number threes. Instead of E-E-N, it's Q-U-3-3-N. They're getting fancy, ain't they? Oh, you fancy, huh? <laughs> anyway, let's get into today's show. Today's show is basically talking about attraction. Why are you attracted to what doesn't want you? 
and I do have this experience and I will share my recent story. And I'm not the only one where you, you know, like somebody and they don't like you back for whatever reason, primarily for your looks or your your personality or what you don't have or what you do have or whatever the case may be, whatever their reasoning is. So that is today's topic. Um, I don't have workplace drama to share and nobody has shared any workplace drama with me. So I won't be doing that portion of the podcast, but we will discuss why are you attracted to people that find you unattractive, basically, you know, what you like versus what likes you. Hence the picture and the, you know, the the main, what do you call it? Clip art for what I chose for this podcast. So let's get into the psychology of it. Part of it, that is. We're going to try to dig deep into all of it, but let's start here. Most people think highly of themselves, not all, but most people think highly of themselves when it comes to finding a mate. You know, I the best example I can give for this is you think the best of you, so therefore you go after what you deem as the best or what you feel is a reflection of how you feel. Not everybody does this, but you got a lot of people that do. So if you feel like you're a 10 and you're chasing after the 10 or what you deem as a 10, the best looking, you know, so we'll do from a scale of one to 10. If you feel and think and believe that you are a 10, and you are going after somebody that you feel, think, and believe is a 10, and they don't want you, then you feel like, oh, damn, am I really that 10? Nine times out of 10, you're not that 10. Actually, 10 times out of 10, you're not that 10. Let me correct myself. So, like I said, most people think highly of themselves. So when they go after somebody that they feel highly of and that person doesn't want them, it's like, damn, am I really that highly? Exactly, you're not. So let's flip it, all right? When you go after somebody (laughs) that you feel is less than, but you still feel like you're up here and you go to somebody less than and they still don't want you, it's like, well, damn, I lowered my standards and you don't want me? So, you got to understand, everybody has different perspectives. And you got some people that will try to tell you quick. Oh, it's not about looks. Looks aren't everything. Let me tell you this right now. For all the people that are listening that feel like it's not about looks. It's about your personality. Yes, I do agree to a certain extent that it is about your personality. But I totally disagree that it's about looks because when you say that it's not about looks that's what I'm saying because at the end of the day if you ask most people most people are going to either be honest with you or dishonest let me say that again when you ask most people how they really feel 
about when it choose when they're choosing a mate, what do they look for first? Their looks, what's important to them? What they look for first, looks or their personality, what catches their mate's attention before they even have a conversation with them should be the fucking looks, right? That's common sense. Obviously, that's why you are gravitating to that person's way because of how the fuck they look. So don't tell me it's not about looks. All right, so we just defeated that argument, didn't we? All right, now, granted, somebody can talk, they can start talking. I got mixed up there. Somebody can start talking and it's like, damn, they look good, but their personality or their grammar or how they communicate with you, whatever the case may be, is shitty in your opinion. All right. So it's like, okay, are you going to continue to talk to that person or not? Especially if the person is reciprocating that they like you in return, you know? So it's crazy how somebody can talk to you and you assume that they like you, right? You assume that they like you because they're conversing with you. But as soon as you try to set up something personal, like set up a date, you know, go out for coffee, whatever the case is, go out for a drink at the bar, or go out to eat. And it's like, oh no, don't get it twisted. I was just having a conversation with you. I don't want to meet you nowhere. <laughs> you see how things can work and all of a sudden you're like, oh, now that person, not as, they're not as great as I thought they were. Some people really think like that. So my thing is, it's, it's crazy how, you know, yes, nobody likes being rejected. I get that. But rejection is not the end of the world, okay? It's not. And to be honest, everybody should get rejected so they'll know how it feels and how to deal with it. Because you're not going to get everybody to say yes to you, okay? This isn't to put beautifully challenged people down. Yes, I said beautifully challenged people. And you're probably like, what does beautifully challenged mean? What is she talking about? She always talking about something, messing words up. No, no. Beautifully challenged is a nice way of saying somebody's unattractive. Or if you want to be bold and an asshole to some people, saying that they're fucking ugly, okay? Nobody wants to hear the words ugly or fugly or ill. So to make get a little nicer for this generation we are going to say beautifully challenged because it's a challenge for unattractive people to be beautiful without hurting their feelings even though me talking about this is going to hurt somebody's feelings but we don't want to flat out just say the person is ugly we're just going to say beautifully challenged okay okay so back to what I was saying so we most people are beautifully challenged to somebody. I don't care what you say. Not everybody is gorgeous or handsome to everybody. Because we're all different. Everybody has different perceptions. Everybody has different viewpoints of what they find beautiful when it comes to looking at somebody. You know, looking at their features. Some people look at the skin tone. Some people look at the hair that's growing out their scalp or the hair that they bought and put on their scalp. Either or, you know, everybody has their different views on what is beautiful. We can all agree to that, right? 
like logical adults. Okay, good. So when I say looks matter, looks do matter. Because I don't want a guy approaching me looking like he rolled out of bed. I want a guy, if he does approach me, because sometimes I'll be brave and approach a guy and start a conversation. Now, I'm not bold to ask you out. I'm not that bold. I'm still a lady. I'm not going to be that masculine. But I will start a conversation in hopes that you will ask me out. If not, you know, we can exchange, you know, social media contact and we'll go from there. Now, I might ask you in social media contact where we're not face to face, like, hey, you want to go to um, get some coffee or something, you know? And if you take the bait, good. If not, so be it. Then I just will unfollow you, unfriend, all that good stuff. Like, okay, it never happened. (laughs) True story. So, yeah. Looks matter. Let's just start there. Now, personality, aka how you think, what you feel, that matters too. But let's be real. Not a, I'm not going to say everybody. I'm not going to say most people. But you got some people that really don't give a fuck about your personality. It's more about, okay, what's your status? Health-wise, I wouldn't even put that important, but like what your status is as far as like, are you popular or not? Or are you making money or not? You know, some people think like that, like, how will you make me look? So therefore I want to make sure I'm picking somebody that is of status. Truth be told, it is a thing. You might think that's shallow or, or you might think that person is a terrible person. Who gives a fuck? That's your opinion. Everybody has the right to do what they want to do. Somebody wants to pick somebody of a status or what they got. So be it. It happens whether you like it or not. And if that's how you feel, then be with somebody that feels the same as you. Right or wrong. Like that's logic, right? That's sense, right? But anywho, you know, you got some people that want to be evenly yoked. And you got some people that, you know, it's rare, but... It happens that are unevenly yoked and not just in the looks department, but you know, you can get two good looking people together and they struggle in a relationship because one person could think a relationship supposed to go this way. And the other person could think that the relationship is supposed to go this way. You got some people that are still traditional, regardless of how they were brought up. Some people feel like, oh, well, I was brought up. The man is supposed to do this man is supposed to do that, you know? You know, then you got some people that feel like, well, I want 50-50, you know, they feel like they can't do it all on their own, blah, 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 blah. Everybody is different, but at the end of the day, looks is number one. That's how you get the ball going, okay? Now, however you got the person, and it's like, how did you not know that y'all was going to have these problems? let's Let's get into it. Because you got some people that get into relationships, right? Then they bring kids into the picture, right? You hear my, you hear me adjusting in my chair, so I apologize. The microphone picks up everything. So you get people that get into these relationships. They get past the look stage. They get past the, you know, knowing what your favorite color is and what your favorite food is and all that good stuff. They get past that stage. Then they get to the fucking stage where they enjoy each other. And it's like, okay, cool. But then they get to the part where they have to deal with each other on a regular basis. And they're meeting each other's families. And it's like, okay, you might 
get along with the family. You might be a couple people in the family you don't get along with. Okay, so be it. Friends too. And you get to the point where you're at the stage where you're realizing this person's religious belief, I'm going to use that as an example, or their political view, use that as an example, or common sense, use that as an example too. You realize their thought process is totally different from your thought process. Now, some people can deal with it and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to let that break us up. Okay, cool. Then you got some people that can't deal with it. But it's like, why would you wait till time is being put in to be like, you know what? I can't deal with this, so I'm going to fuck somebody else. And think that that's going to fix everything. I don't understand people like that. You know? For real. Like, why would you waste this person's time and then be like, oh, you gained a lot of weight. Like, you didn't see that coming along? You didn't notice that? And if that's the case, why didn't you help the person do something about it? For real, these are good questions. Like, I noticed there's some people that like to do the blaming, that do like to do the the whole, well, you did this, so therefore I'm going to go this, do this. And that's not cool. I feel like, okay, if there's a problem, you need to address it nipping in the bud before that problem extends, before it expands and become a bigger problem. But you stepping out on somebody, or like basically being slightly involved with that person. That's not going to fix the damn problem. Like when you give just a little of yourself and then back away. and You know, like it, it's weird. I know I got off topic a little bit. But I'm just saying when it comes to attracting what you want versus what <laughs> actually wants you. Like what you want versus what really wants you. It's, it's weird. Like, you really got to pick wisely. Like, seriously. Like, people really don't take it into consideration. I understand that looks do fade. I understand that. But also, what people fail to realize is people do change. Not only does your looks can physically change, but the way people feel because people are still growing, people are still experiencing. So therefore, if you were with somebody when y'all were 18, right? And 10 years later, you know, after y'all had kids, whatever, you know, he or she both gained weight or one partner gained weight, the other one didn't, whatever the case is. And the person in the relationship feels like, oh, well, things weren't the same she's different now or he's different now and that's why I cheated what what but you're still with that person that makes no freaking sense I'm sorry if I offend all the cheaters out there you know I I really don't understand I, I never really did like when I was younger I had like no clue what the fuck I was doing and I, I, I get that. Some people need time to grow, but I don't feel like cheating on your partner and then saying, oh, well, if you don't stay with me, you really never love me. What? 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 Whoa. Wait a minute. What? So you're saying that if you cheat on me, I'm supposed to stay with you to show that I love you? Okay, well, let me cheat on you then. You need to stay because you need to prove to me that you love me. Oh, it don't work like that? Well, what the fuck are you telling me then? 
Makes no sense. But you really got some people out there that have logic fucked up. They have their way of thinking of fucked up. I'm not saying that it's wrong for them to... Well, yes, I am saying it's wrong for them to think that way. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. They have their prerogative to think that way. But it's fucked up. I feel like if that's how you think, I think you need to be with somebody to think just like you. So you'll know how it feels. And that's the problem when people initially get together. So it's like, yeah, you can be attracted to somebody that's good looking and you feel like, okay, this person is the one for me. They look good. But how is it going to affect you later? How? Then on top of that, if you're, you got to look at why you even want the person. And I'll get to my story shortly. But when it's all said and done, nobody wants to really be with somebody that doesn't make them look good or feel good. Let's be real. Like, come on now. I'm that serious. Let's be real. Nobody wants to be with Shrek and be like, well, Shrek isn't all best looking, but Shrek pays the bills. That's fucked up because if Shrek lost his way of bringing home, you know, money, then you wouldn't even be with Shrek. That's fucked up. And not just, and I'm not just saying females do that because there's some dudes that do that too. They be whole hobosexuals. You're probably like, that's not a word. Exactly. I made the word up. Hobosexual, where they are fucking homeless but they use women to have a place to stay because they are sorry ass men that can't provide for themselves not just men there's some females like that too but I'm not really mentioning the females like that because females got to be females and yes and that's no excuse I get it but what I'm saying is it's natural for a man to be the provider And yes, we are in the times where women are independent. And I know way more independent women than codependent. So I'm just saying, yeah, I get what you might be saying, fellas. Like, well, women could be homosexuals too. Okay, but you got to understand, man is supposed to lead by example. And my thing is this. If you have a chick that's fine or whatever... Y'all need to, you know, after you get past the whole you look good stage, y'all need to figure out how y'all going to manage the relationship. Are you a 50-50 dude? If you one of them types of dudes, you need to let her know that before she gets comfortable. Because you got some chicks that'll get comfortable and be like, oh, okay, well, you want me to just be at home, stay with the kids, which is cool. I'm okay with that. You know, somebody wanted to work, bring home the bacon and wanted me to stay at home and raise the kids. That would be fine, but I'm the type of chick that I couldn't do that. But there are some females that feel differently that can do that. That's cool too. But at the end of the day, there's no man that should be dependent on a woman. That's all I'm trying to say. Point blank, period. You can say what you want, but it is not natural and it's not okay for a man to be depending on a woman just because she has Section 8, basically, or, or, or even if she don't have Section 8, food stamps, or if she don't have food stamps, if she just has a place, a car, and steady income, 
and money, you know, like a well, steady income is money, but you get what I'm saying. That's not right for a dude to feel like, oh, well, let me just have sex with her real good and I'm in there. I can just act like I like her just so I can play sex. That's not good. No, that's not a real man because a real man stands on his own. A real man is not even trying to compete with the woman and a, a real man, damn for sure, is not trying to live off of a woman. And if you really want to get all the way technical and clear with it, a real man wouldn't even want to do 50-50 with a woman. Wouldn't even feel like a man if he can't take care for his family. Because, oh, you're like, well, no, 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 she has to do 50-50. Just say you broke. Just say you can't be an independent adult. Just say that. Just say that. Because I don't, I don't know what world you live in, but the world that most women live in, the most females that I know of, I don't be around Instagram models, you know, but I do be around working class females that go get it, that got their own. That's not depending on the system. But when it comes to men, the mo- not saying all, but I'm just saying the ones that be in my space, in my face, trying to talk to me, they can't do it on their own. They struggling. And it's like they look for the woman as the mother slash protector and, you know, the savior. I, I know. I can give birth, but I cannot be your provider. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's no hate or shade to the couples that do do the 50-50. Do what works for you. But all I'm saying is it's not right for a man to depend on a woman. And then get mad at people that disagree. Yeah, we all have our opinions, but I'm just letting you know. You're not a real man if you do that. Because most, if you look at other cultures, look at Asians, look at white folk, look at the the Spanish people. Men are not doing that to their women. Black men. I'm just saying. Also, listen closely now. Also, they protect their women and children. They don't put them in dangerous situations to where their women and children are getting shot by stray bullets. I'm not saying that I'm... How can I put it? Because the world is so sensitive nowadays. Like, seriously. But fuck it. Yes, I'm putting God down for a lot of that. You know, they don't... What I'm trying to say is they don't have their communities in dangerous environments. Gosh, we went all off topic. But it had to be done. It had to be said and done. So if that hurts your feelings, so be it. Do better. Do better. Build something. Instead of living off of a woman. Or trying to do 50-50 all the time because your ass can't be independent and do it by yourself. I'm just saying. Men and women have different roles for a reason. But you got a lot of men that really want to be in a woman's role. And then try to say that black women are masculine. Or or try to say women, you know, are too masculine. Don't need a man and have a bad attitude. It's not our fault that you feel like that. I'm sorry. If, trust me. If you were being a man and being on your shit, then none of that would affect you. What's the saying? If it don't apply, let it fly. Exactly, right? So if that hurts your feelings, then you need to take something within, within you and do something about it. 
because a real man will not be offended by a goddamn thing I just said. Hello. Anyways, adjusting in my chair again. Anyways, back to what I like versus what likes me. Now, you got some people that, hold on, before I even get to that part, let me share my story because this is a true story. And yes, I do think highly of myself. Um, I know I don't have the best of looks to most people's, but you know, like I'm not a Beyonce or, uh, uh, who can I use as another example besides Beyonce? Uh, who else got dudes like Megan Fox, people like that? Um, I'm not the smallest. I'm not a small female at all. Due to the pandemic, I did put some weight on. But, you know, I'm the type of person that feel like, okay, even though I'm not a strong 10, I work with what I can. So it's like, okay, when it comes to dudes, even though I know I'm not a Beyonce type strong 10, you know, but I feel like I still don't want to lower my standards and talk to somebody like, uh, who can I get an example of without hurting somebody's feelings? Uh, let's see. All right. If the nutty professor wanted to talk to me, it's going to be a strong no. Even though he would be a good, you know, financial provider, but he might have the best personality, but looking at him and the way his health is set up, no, thank you. But to some other females, they might be like, I'll go for him, you know, most likely for all the wrong reasons. But at the end of the day, I'd be like, nah, because that wouldn't be a good look for me. So let's just let it be known that most people that have their looks together, not all, but most want to be with other people that got their looks together. Just like not all, but most people that have their shit together want to be with other people that have their shit together. Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. Not all, but most People who got their shit together want to be with other people that got their shit together. Not all, but most people that look good. And I'm not just saying just the look, but what I'm saying when it comes to looks, face look good, body fit, or body not that bad. You know, most people that feel like your face is cute and you have a nice shape, they feel like that's what looks good. Everybody has their own version of what looks good, you know, so... Basically, let's go on a universal standard. A universal standard is somebody with uh, nice facial features and they are not overweight. They consider that looking good, okay? And most people that fit in that category, not all, but most want the same. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. You might get somebody like Lizzo to be with somebody like Chris Brown. Not, and I'm not saying that that has happened. I'm just using that as an example of what could happen. You know, it happens. But at the end of the day, not every story is going to work out like that. And no, I'm not saying Chris Brown and Lizzo are together. Can't you see I'm just using the body types and saying this could be with this and it's okay. You know, it's all about how, you know, it's all about what people really want. Because let me tell you this, what you don't want and you end up 
deciding to fuck with, you might be like, well, damn, this person is a cool person. I, I like how they think, even though they're not what I want looks-wise. But hey, I could be with this person. Shit happens. But that doesn't, but that mindset isn't for everybody. Not everybody thinks that way. Some people, oh, fuck no. There's no way in hell. She could be a nice person, but I would never put my, you know, there's some people that think like that. But at the end of the day, whatever you like that don't like you back, it doesn't mean that you're, well, I was going to say it doesn't mean that you're beautifully challenged. But in most situations, yes. And I say that because depending on the person, like, for example, if you're going up to Beyonce, and well, even though we all know Beyonce's with Jay-Z, but hear me out. This is before the whole billions of dollars. Hear me out though. If you take the money away, the big money, if they were working regular jobs, right? If you got somebody like Beyonce and somebody like Jay-Z, do you really think Beyonce would have been with him if it wasn't for all the money or his place in the world, his, you know, his basically his status. You think she would have gave him a chance for a thrill? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Because if Jay-Z wasn't who he was, I really don't think Beyonce would have gave him a chance. Point blank period. Because if you look at how she was brought up and how she was raised, she was raised to basically be with somebody of her her type of class. You know, it's her type of, you know, basically when you have a family that has like a strong family structure and morals, that's basically, they're carrying that out for their children. So when you have an outsider that don't have that, it's like, I'm not saying it don't happen. Yes, opposites can attract. But what I'm saying is, if he wouldn't have had the status or the money that he had, he wouldn't have had a chance for her at all. Point blank, period. So that goes back into what I was saying about people with status. You know, it's hard for somebody that has a wealthy status to be with somebody with a poor, broke status. Because it's like, it's unequal. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's rare that people live the Cinderella life. It happens, but it's rare. That's all I'm saying. Because normally, the wealthy go with the wealthy and the poor stay with the poor. But every now and then, you'll get somebody that is wealthy that will marry somebody that might be not be broke broke, but I got a little bit of money, but just not as much money as them. Look at Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. For example, I'm just saying, she wasn't broke broke. She had a little bit of money, but she pulled somebody that had the status and was wealthier than her. That's all I'm saying. So, I hope I didn't piss too many people off, especially the ugly people. I mean, AKA beautifully challenged people. And you know, like I said, we are all beautifully challenged to somebody. Most people. Because let's be clear, when you are broke to the wealthy, you are beautifully challenged to them. Let's be clear. It ain't that many beautiful broke people. I mean, anybody can be beautiful with hair and makeup, yes. But if you don't have the money to pay for cosmetic surgery, you're suffering. I'm just saying for the ones that are that, you know, that, ah, how can I put it without hurting people's feelings? Because, you know, you have cosmetic surgery that can fix a lot of things. And you, 
not only does it fix a lot of things, it can also fuck up a lot of people too, you know, but you know, let's use little Kim, for example, she was a beautiful lady before she got all that shit done in her face and her body. Let's be real. Let's keep it all the way a buck here. So, but you got some people that got a little bit of work done, well, whether they got a little bit or not, or a little bit of work done or a lot of work done, they still look good. I've seen plenty of people on Instagram that got a lot of work done or just a little bit done and they look good. But some of these celebrities that's like above Instagram, you know, status, I'm like, damn, you got all that money and you still look fucked up. You should have just stayed the way you was before. You know, that's all I'm saying. So don't think before I end this, do not think that all plastic surgery, aka cosmetic surgery, is evil just because y'all seen the fucked up people, you know, the botched people. Don't think that. Just understand that cosmetic surgery can go 50-50. Either it can enhance you or fuck you up. So that's all I'm saying. And then on top of that, let's before I go, let's make this clear too. Illegal butt shots is not the same as a BBL, okay? Now, if you're going to a damn street doctor, going to hotel rooms, laying on the bed, whatever the case is, and getting something injected in you that you really don't know what the fuck it is, you're just going by whatever this person is saying it is, no, that's not, that's, yeah, most of them chicks' butts are fucked up. But when I guarantee you, if you meet a chick that went to a doctor most of the time, not all the time, because yes, there are some doctors that do some shitty work, but most doctors that do, do them type of procedures, they body look good. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. There's a difference between going to somebody that isn't licensed, that don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're taking your money. You're might you might be spending 500 to a thousand dollars compared to a board certified surgeon that's charging $4,500. It's a big difference. That's all I'm saying. Like I said, I understand that there are some shows called botch where some surgeons fucked up or whatever, but that's rare. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's rare compared to so many other people that have successfully got the damn surgery done or else there wouldn't be so many fucking Instagram models. That's all I'm saying. Or want to be Instagram models. Strippers too. But then you got some chicks that didn't have all the money and they went to these street people and it's like, damn, sis, you should have just saved up your fucking money and went to a real doctor. Why are you going to somebody behind the hair store? You don't know what the fuck. It, that's, that could be fix a flat. Why is your ass hard? It's not supposed to be hard. It don't even fucking move. But anyways, thank you all for listening. And um, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Intergalactic Wit. This is, you know, different from my YouTube channel, as you can see. I'm more raw. I could be who I am here. But on YouTube, it's like, okay, world, I have to be this way. But anyway, please like, share, and subscribe there. Um, also you can go to my fan page, Inisha, spelled I apostrophe N-E-S-H-A. You can follow me on there, like and share there in comments. But until then, um, that's the only way you can know when I make a podcast too. Um, 
like my last YouTube video, I let people know I had a podcast and you know how to Google it or whatever the case may be. But as far as when I post the podcast, the only way for sure to know when I did a podcast is to go to my Inisha page. That's no lie because I don't go by time periods no more. I'm terrible with time. So I got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just do it when I want to and post it on the page. That's the only way you'll know. So please like the Inisha page and that's the way to get notified and stay in the loo of when I post. So thank you all for listening and y'all take care. Until next time, bye.